Monday, everybody. We're going to begin with Star Wars Mania. Heating up again, Star Wars The Last Jedi. It picks up where The Force Awakens leaves off with Daisy Ridley working side by side with Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker to take on Adam Driver's Kylo Ren. Now, it doesn't open until December, but being that we have a little force of our own here at ABC, we can show you the very first look at the new teaser trailer. Well, funny you should mention that, Amy. You can see the full trailer tonight during ESPN's Monday Night Football. Happens at halftime, and then after the trailer's on, not the teaser trailer, the full trailer. Tickets for Star Wars The Last Jedi go on sale. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Force Time. My name is Travis and today I'm here with... Hello, it is it is me. It's Kara. Hi. What's up? Hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to the show. It's uh, It's been a little while. So it was, uh, it's been a couple months since we recorded and our last episode was our collab that we did with the zine, Feed yes. Your Head oh, That was fun. Yeah. It was good. Kara put a whole spread in her zine into a larger world. And yeah, it was really cool. Put a little QR code in there. And so whenever people got the zine, then they were able to pull it up on their phone automatically. So yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, that was June 1st, which feels like three years ago. So <laughs> it really does. Like, only? geez, like time. What is time? <laughs> I have no idea right now. It's uh, it's crazy. It's been crazy times. Busy summer, but weird summer. And like right now, the hype train is rolling along for The Mandalorian season two. Yes. Coming in in a couple weeks. So uh, that is very exciting. We've been talking a lot about doing another episode. And I think we've gone through like five different ideas before we sure. landed on this one and if anyone knows me they know how much i love the last jedi right so i constantly when i'm thinking about star wars like everything i look at star wars like it always comes back to the last jedi for me and so i'll just mm -hmm. find myself randomly watching clips or you know watching the movie obviously um but another thing is the trailer and the other day it just popped into my head you know i knew we were in october um i was like i need to i need to watch the trailer and so i uh, pulled it up and started watching it, realized that the three-year anniversary of the Last Jedi trailer, which again, three years, like how did that go so fast? Um, no but the, the three three-year anniversary of the Last Jedi trailer is uh, October 9th, which is tomorrow. So we're recording. It's October eighth right now. It's it's uh, three-year anniversary eve right now. Kara, what are your what are your overall thoughts on the Last Jedi? Because I know we've talked about it a little bit, and I think everyone sure. probably listening knows how, how much I love the Last Jedi. But what what how do you feel about the Last Jedi? I really like it. I mean, obviously, I really like it. I, I you know, but um, it's it's one that gets I think um, even more exciting and fun to watch on the rewatch. Although it does also since like last year it does change a lot on the rewatch i still i still get a lot out of it every time i see it it's one of the movies i think that i enjoy listening to people talk about the most uh cuz i think there's just so much there uh and yeah it's it's really it's just really fun to watch although again it has it's changed but i do still um i just enjoy it a lot yeah I'll never forget that experience of watching that in the theater and also the trailer, like we'll, we'll talk about obviously. Um, and then the whole, like everything leading up to it and then just the way everything was after it's just, it's such a, I feel like that movie is just like, it's, it, it was such a huge experience in that way that, and it was also the first time that I was really in it with the hype train <laughs> um, for that movie. Um, and so yeah, your first hype train experience, I feel like is really, is really special. Um, I was watching, that was, I, I've told you about this on the pod, I think, but 
that was when I was watching like the uh, Snoke is Jar Jar or whatever <laughs> like videos. So, <laughs> so that was yeah. Uh, so to to rewatch it, I do kind of end up thinking about that too, which is a happy thought. So definitely, I think the the hype, especially like that time and Star Wars, like that whole year, you know, we were fresh off Rogue One in 2016. Rebels was in full effect. And True. that it like every time a Star Wars, you know, I see a Star Wars movie for the first time, it's a little bit bittersweet because all of that like speculation and all of the magazines and the trailers and celebration, mm-hmm. everything along those lines, it's like it's it's done. Like that part is is behind us now. Like here's the movie. Uh, obviously, I end up seeing it like ten times in theaters, but of course. <laughs> but before that, just that the lead up to it is just is just so good. So yeah, when I watched the last Jedi trailer, and we'll talk about it a little bit more too, but it it's just so good. I mean, I remember last year when the Rise of Skywalker trailer came out, and I remember and I went back and looked because I was like, I think I talked about this, but I remember tweeting like, "How will the Rise of Skywalker trailer ever top the Last Jedi?" And then the trailer came <laughs> out for the Rise. Of Right. And I liked it, but it's still like there was nothing like that. That trailer. It was just it had everything. It had so much. It it left, you know, so many, so many questions unanswered. And it just got you ready. Like we're okay, we're two months away from Last Jedi. Like I'm ready to go. Totally. Yeah. I definitely still get like chills on chills when I watch it for sure. And that's a good thing. That's an interesting thing that you pointed out, like how it was right after Rogue One, because I feel like with Rogue One, that was like, uh, because of the choices that they made in Rogue One with, obviously there's no spoilers, but you know, with everyone, I mean, if there are, if you haven't seen Rogue One, like fast forward, but, (laughs) but um, with everyone, uh, with everyone pretty much dying, I think that we didn't know if they would do that. Like if they would have the guts to, to do that basically. And then when they did, I definitely felt like, the last Jedi could be anything after that happened. You know, I I definitely felt that way going into it based on what happened in Rogue One and and the risks that they took there, which I think they did. Yeah. I think that led to a lot of the, the last Jedi risks too, which was really exciting to be hyped for. (laughs) It was. And yeah, cause the force awakens was kind of, I don't want to say like safe, but it was pretty safe. I mean, it was a blockbuster. It was, you know, they did take the big risk, you know, obviously Kylo Ren killing Han Solo. Like that was the moment of the movie where it was like, whoa, like they actually went there. But the rest of it was pretty, you know, people have talked about, you know, for hours about the similarities between The Force Awakens and A New Hope. And it was great. Like I love The Mm -hmm. Force Awakens. Um, But yeah, it was pretty safe. And then, yeah, Rogue One came along and we're like, oh my God, like, this is what Star Wars can be. Like it was, it was yeah. wild to see that. For sure. So let's set the stage a little bit. Okay. So let's go back. We're going to look at kind of the timeline a little bit. So we're going to time travel, right? We're going to go back January 23rd, 2017. Okay. So this is Rogue One's been out a month. Uh, we really right. don't know much about The Last Jedi at all. We obviously know like who's in it. We know Ryan Johnson wrote it and is directing it. Uh, but we don't really know anything until January 23rd and they dropped the title on Twitter on like a random Tuesday. And that, that really like that got the hype train going right, right there. It was um, who's the last Jedi, you know, like just off the title, there was all sorts of, you know, I'm sure articles and podcasts and, and everybody just like, who's the last Jedi? What does this mean? You know, everything. Do you remember when the title was dropped? Uh, the main thing I remember when I think about the title being dropped was like the whole thing of um, is Jedi plural. You remember yeah. that where it was like, is the plural of Jedi like two Jedi as opposed to Jedi's. So it was like, maybe it's plural. So it's not just one person. <laughs> That's the main thing I remember about the title specifically. And also just who was the last Jedi, but also could it be more than one person? Yeah. That I do remember that because they put the title out right in different languages. And I remember the Spanish <laughs> that version. Was it, yep. <laughs> it was Los Ultimos Jedi. And so I was like, oh, that's plural. Like, oh, it means two. It's like, you know, just Star Wars fans, you know, just 
notorious for looking way too deep. And then I even, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I remember there, and it might've been even before, cause the, the first teaser wasn't released till April at celebration, but I think it was even before that it might've been after, but Ryan Johnson came out and it was like, no, it's Luke. Like Luke's the last Jedi. Like that's what it is. Oh. He, he said it, he said it in an interview or something like that. I remember where it's like, he just kind of, you know, it's like guys, like it's not that serious. <laughs> like, Wow, I don't remember. <laughs> I want to say, I, I want to say, that. it was like an interview or something. But I, I remember that, and I think it was, I think it was even before that first teaser. It might have been after the teaser, right? But yeah, yeah. Coming off Force Awakens, we get the we get the title. So after the Force Awakens, you know, leading into the teaser, which was released in April at Celebration Orlando, there were a ton of questions right after the force awakens. And I know for sure, just like off the top of my head, who are Ray's parents, right? That was, I mean, that was a huge one. The force awakens really that was you big, know, yeah, for sure. set that up. And then mm-hmm. who is Snoke? You know, like mm-hmm. you said, the Snoke is Jar Jar Binks theory. And <laughs> let's um, not revisit that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there was so much, there was so many. I mean, it was, there was Snoke is Boba Fett. I remember like my favorite one that was so silly um, was that Snoke was Ezra Bridger from Rebels. And it, wow. it, that one got, actually got a lot of traction. I remember. And it was like oh. their face, their face shapes look the same. And like, you know, he's a force user and it, it was just, it was insane. But there was, I mean, it was Snoke. I've, is seen, Darth I've actually seen one going around like, in the last like month or so where it's the, the stormtrooper that hits his head and they're saying that that's Snoke. Cause he has like the dent in his head. <laughs> I don't know why that's like getting traction all of a sudden, but <laughs> it's a good one too. <laughs> it's so good. Um, there was, there's just so, I mean, it was, it was silly. And like, for me, the like who is Snoke thing. I, I never really got into it. Like I read the articles and I listened to things like just like anybody else, but I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't really care. You know, I was like, whatever, Which, <laughs> yeah. like, luckily, luckily I wasn't too invested in him, you know, cause we, we know what happens with Snoke, but yeah, it was the grand inquisitor, uh, Darth Plagueis, Palpatine, yep. like, which, yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe that yeah. one had a little bit of traction. Um, <laughs> so, so we had all these questions, right? We had, uh, will Luke train Ray? Why is, why is Luke on the Island? All this. So then we get to, April 14th and this is where we get the teaser and so this one I remember like you know hype train full effect like everyone was dissecting everything but it still didn't really give us a lot um very little but I remember the last thing in that teaser was it's time for the Jedi to end and then it was like whoa like what's going on with Luke like do you remember that too that I do because yeah I live streamed that whole celebration on YouTube uh in my apartment and I think I like called out of work for a day and just like watched everything for like three days. It's wild. But um, yeah. And that, that trailer I thought was that teaser I thought was, was intense. I think that was like, I don't know if it was as much as the one we're going to talk about today. People saying that it was like a lot of like misleading, like misdirection and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a teaser. I remember a lot of focus on the hand on the, the map thing. Or the book, and it turned out to be a book, but it looked like it could be a map or a book with the the gloved hand and all that. Yeah, that was a solid teaser, though, for sure. Teaser, keyword teaser, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. And I know and yeah. I, we sh- we also got the Kylo Ren's helmet cracked and on the ground, where it's like, yep. what's going on there? Like, did he get hurt, right? Did someone... Mm-hmm. Did someone- take his helmet off and so like what happened there. Um, but yeah, it still wasn't, it still didn't give you too much. I mean, it was a lot like the rise of Skywalker trailer, you know, or last mm-hmm. or teaser last celebration where it was like the first minute of it was just like that intense showdown with, with Ray and uh, Kylo Ren. So moving forward a little bit, what was your, so after that teaser and like all summer, like what was your level of hype for, for another trailer for the last Jedi in general? It was pretty strong. Definitely pretty strong. I don't think I was, I I definitely wasn't as deep in it as I was for like, for Rise of Skywalker or like as I am now, which like, you know, my deepness level is 
is is a, at a certain level. Like I don't I don't do spoilers. I don't look up that kind of stuff. But I do love to watch videos by like Star Wars Explained or. Uh, I, I really like the new rock stars breakdowns and those were the two channels that I really found first before I even listened to podcasts before I, I knew anybody in the fandom at all. Those were like the two channels that I really went to. So I know, especially star Wars explained Alex and Molly, I was watching a lot of their stuff uh, leading up to it. Big time, big time, big time. Um, so they, they broke down the teaser, you know, and then, and yeah, and then it was just, I didn't, but I didn't read a ton. I was just, I was excited for what would happen next, but I wasn't like, I wasn't digging too deep as, as much as I would now, basically, but I was very excited. <laughs> I was the same way. We've talked about this too, where like after The Last Jedi is when I really got deep in the fandom because i just i had to you know had to talk about it i had to like find other people that loved it and so i was kind of the same way like all summer i'd read the articles you know like the, the mm-hmm. clickbaity like type articles but i was the same way i didn't look for spoilers i tried not to think about it really because i just wanted to <laughs> you know i wanted the time to go fast and it's funny like yeah. every time there's a star wars movie i you always start to think of your own mortality a little bit you know where you're like okay gotta hold on till december you know like it's It's so so close but but yes so so all summer and and then they released um they released a behind the scenes clip at Mm -hmm. d23 as well but that again didn't really give us much it gave us a little bit about um you know ryan johnson and his approach Mm -hmm. and so we knew kind of that this was going to be different you know, much different mm-hmm. than the force awakens. And, um, because they, and they like, they really like put that in our heads early. Like, Hey, like y- you, you really don't know what you're getting into here, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. so I remember they, so they, um, on October 8th is when they star Wars on Twitter said that they were going to release a trailer the following day on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And I do remember, Ryan Johnson on Twitter said, uh, cause someone asked like, should I watch this if I want to go and spoil right. free? And he was like, he's like, if you want to come in clean, do not watch it. And, and then he's like, but it is good. And he was like, he was kind of hyping it up too. Yeah. And at that point, like when I saw that tweet, I was like, huh, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't watch it. But like, I don't have that kind of self-control. I don't either. Right? I really don't. I wish I did. I mean, I, I I think that's probably a really interesting way to like consume stuff, but I can't. (laughs) And I think about that a lot, like after joining the fandom, this is kind of a little off topic, but after, you know, joining the fandom more after the last Jedi, I I wonder what my reaction to the rise of Skywalker would have been, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't consume as much as I did. And if I, if I did go in a little bit cleaner and only read certain articles, um because i think once you're in it like you start forming your own opinions and you start listening to Mm -hmm. others and they kind of shape your opinion too so i always like i always kind of think about that too is like you know i did force awakens and last jedi basically not being in the fandom and then you know the rise of skywalker so it's like i always think have you thought about that because i i'm i'm constantly thinking like what would i have thought about the rise of skywalker yeah i mean uh yeah i mean i definitely i definitely wonder about that (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely like a whole different conversation. It is. <laughs> As you know. But yeah. yeah, no, I definitely wonder. And I think that that was a, a big part of the differences in how people felt about maybe even Last Jedi and Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, is like how deep were you and like what did you expect and how much weight did you put on your expectations, kind of. Um, but also, the like, how uh, it's so hard it's so it's so difficult i think it's something that i'm not going to be able to like fully wrap my brain around for a while um i've been thinking about it how i want to like i want to dive deep into the sequel trilogy again soon and just like read all the books and like watch them again and try to put myself in that place like in an outside place and see if i can approach it from like a different angle because honestly like i'm able to tackle little topics like this but when i think about like the whole thing as a whole, I, my brain just kind of goes like, "Mm, I don't want to think about that. And then it just like closes the book. It's not even anything like 
like I have like these passionate feelings of of anything dislike or anything for any of the I don't really I, I don't really have any feel this is a I'm ranting but it's like it's hard to explain because I feel like I feel very little feeling and I want to just like I want to reapproach it I want to like flip the table and reset it but I'm not ready yet but yeah anyway um that's what I would say as far as that goes and I also agree that that is an interesting thing to think about for sure it is i talk to some of my normie friends like that's why i call like people that aren't super into star wars but they watch it yeah and some of the you know things that they liked and disliked like totally i'm just like what like but but Mm -hmm. you know thinking of it where they're not reading the books they're not doing the comics they're not you know listening to podcasts or tweeting about it and um, it just, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole, that's, that is, that's a whole like psychological uh, examination <laughs> of. Or something like that. Thing. I don't even, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's get back to the, the last Jedi trailer. Sorry. Yeah. We got off just a little bit there. Um, do you remember what, what you, did you have anything like you really wanted to see when, when the trailer was getting released? Do you remember, was there anything um I know for me, mm-hmm. like I didn't have a lot of check marks. I just wanted to be entertained pretty much. Um, yeah. I, I, I remember being um, like really into Kylo Ren. I, I really, you know, he was Han and Leia's son. So I'm like, they, they have to, mm-hmm. or they can't just, he can't just be a normal villain, you know? Um, right. But what, what were you hoping to see? I think I was really interested to see more of Luke, especially after that it's time for the Jedi to end thing. Um, I think that's the, that's the main thing. And then I, I think I just wanted to see more of like where it was all going, like what, what direction was it headed? Even if I could just get like a, a loose thing. And then I also wanted out of the, what I always want out of a trailer is like to be able to do that freeze frame BS and like zoom in and dig into stuff. I love that. I think that's really fun. So, <laughs> so that's what I always want from a trailer. So that's definitely what I was looking for. More of the like little stuff, uh, more of the like looking in the background for things. And we got that. I mean, there's definitely that element there in this trailer for sure. There's a ton of it. And I guess, yeah, Luke is the other thing that, you know, why, where's Luke? Why is he on this Island? What does he do? Like mm-hmm. what happened there? And another thing that I did want to see from the trailer was the new characters, right? We had uh, Rose Tico, we had DJ, we had uh, Holdo, who were all like confirmed, you know, to be new characters. So I was looking forward to to that. Obviously, we didn't get that. Um, But the other thing was Snoke. So I wanted to see Snoke. We hadn't seen him in the flesh. Mm. And I want to say it was either like right before this trailer or a little bit after um Mm -hmm. that the black series figure for snoke like either leaked or it came out but he had his he had his gold robe and he had his uh like shoes where you could like pull his gold robe right (laughs) so i wanted to like see snoke in the flesh like again i didn't really care who he was but i did want to see his his gold robe and his slippers um but (laughs) <laughs> all right so so that was the hype that was a pre-trailer hype so uh you ready to break down the trailer a little bit i think so yeah i think i'm ready it's a it's a good one to break down for sure and i'm, I'm ready to rock let's do it when i found you i saw raw untamed power and beyond that, something truly special. Okay, so the trailer gets released October 9th, Monday Night Football. I remember I couldn't concentrate like all day that day at work. Uh, it was very hard for me to think about anything other than trailer. I remember coming home and just like waiting and waiting. And I do remember that that game i want to say the last two minutes of that first half just drug on for 
ever. And it seems to always do that when you're like really waiting for it. And of course I could have just like, I could have got on Twitter and just scrolled because they always release it at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, got to watch it live. So I remember having it, my TV ready to go and just standing in front of it, like a dad, you know, just like standing like right in front of the TV. And um, (laughs) so, so the trailer opens up. It's Kylo Ren, and we get we get a lot of voiceovers in this trailer. Mm-hmm. So we have Snoke voiceover, we have a Ray voiceover, then we have Luke talking, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren voiceover, Poe voiceover, and then Luke, and then back to Snoke. So it's a lot of voiceovers, um, and really the only dialogue that we see the person talking is Luke. Uh, the two lines right. that he has, um, and then Ray at the very end, yeah. Yes. And I just, there are so many moments in the trailer where like your, your heart just stops and within like that two minute and 30 second trailer, whatever it was, there was, it was just, it was like its own mini movie. What for you, what was, what were the most notable moments or what was like the number one, let's let's start with that. The the number one notable moment from this trailer. I think the thing that's, that sticks with me the most when I think about it is definitely Kylo flying and seeing him looking out that window and Leia also looking out the window. And that moment I remember was, I watch, I I distinctly remember watching a lot of people react to this trailer on YouTube and stuff. And that was the one moment I remember that always got like a, a reaction of like, don't do it, you know, but like that moment. And I definitely wondered if that was misdirection at the time, you know, if that was like actually happening or if they were just kind of cropping that together, but then, well, you know, (laughs) it turned out to be pretty much real, but that was definitely really interesting. And, uh, and Adam driver's acting in that like close up shot of his face was like so intense that that really pulled me in and also his flying in that part and how everybody was um, immediately comparing it to Anakin's flying, you know, and that was, that was just a really cool, uh, that's the moment that sticks out to me the most for sure. It was so cool seeing him fly. I I feel like that's really one of, I don't do like checklists or anything, but I really wanted Kylo Ren flying in episode nine so bad. Like I wanted him in action because you could just tell from that minute that we got him flying and then that yeah that five seconds in the trailer mm. but i think that that was for me that was yeah the the moment where i just like i couldn't breathe watching the tv right? <laughs> because it was like what is going on right now like you know everything's going through your mind like is it you're right is it misdirect you know yeah and and that was the whole thing with the entire trailer you know, afterwards, everyone thought like everything was misdirected. And Luke says at the end of the trailer, uh, this is not going to go the way you think. And so that even that drills it into your head too. But then, yeah, we get to the movie and it's like, no, like that was all like, there was a couple things that were edited together, but it was, it was pretty straight. Like it was pretty much telling us what this really was, was but yeah. And it, it's funny. Cause like, the scenes it was showing, like you said, yeah, a lot of them or a few of them were what they looked like. But I, I never thought of that, that the line, this isn't going to go the way you think, was kind of like a message to all of us. You know, I never thought of it that way, but that's very true. It yeah. was like, this is not going to go the way you think, but it really like it should. You should think that it's going to go this way. It, it just kind of messes with you. But yeah, that sure. that whole Tyler Ren part where he says, you know, let, let the past die, kill it if you have to. And then it's that force bond. And in the movie, obviously we get that like more drawn out, that force bond. Um, or even in the theater, you're just like, what is going to happen? But yeah, that was, I think for me, that was, that was the top thing that, that stood out too. But right after that was the very, the very end of the trailer. So I guess we'll just skip. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the rest of the trailer too. But, and I feel like this is probably how, a lot of podcasts went. Now, like I said, I didn't really listen to any podcasts in 2017, but I'm guessing they were just like, we got to talk about this and we got to talk about this and then we'll kind of get to the rest. Um, <laughs> but the very end where it shows, yeah, it, it goes dark after 
Um, we get the Snoke voiceover saying, fulfill your destiny. And then we see Poe, we see Finn, and then it goes dark. And then we hear Ray saying, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. And then it shows her, you know, and then it has Kylo Ren and then it's a close up on his hand. And it's just like, what is going on? Like I had, I, like I said, like I wasn't in in the fandom and and I know like looking back and like actually going back and I have listened to podcasts from that era and some mm-hmm. like certain people did like see kind of where the story was going with that. But like that totally blew me away where I was like, what, what is, what? I just, I had no idea what was going on. What was, what was your reaction to that end part? Yeah. I mean, I think right away the breakdowns that I was watching on YouTube, they were all saying, it looks like she's talking to Kylo Ren, but the light on her face is more of a direct, it's like a more, it's a direct light. So she's closer to the light source, but he is more fully lit. So he's further from the light source and her, her background is more static and still And his background has the embers and the burning. So this is definitely misdirection. Like there's no doubt about it. Like, so I definitely thought at least, you know, I I mean, I think I pretty much fully thought that that was misdirection, but at the same time, when I think about it now, it's like, who else would he be reaching out to? Like, of course it was going to be that, but it's funny that they showed, they kind of showed us what was going to happen, but in a way that wasn't exactly how it happened. So it was easy to say like, Oh, that's not what's really going to happen. So that was, yeah, that was a really good misdirect for sure. It was. And yeah, the breakdowns and like the articles and stuff was like, I I remember that too. It was so clear. Like, nope, this is two separate scenes. It has to be, we've analyzed like every little detail. of this. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I thought the same thing too. I was like, well, it doesn't look like they're together, but wait it was again i was like what like how how why would they do that if you know that's not what's happening yeah in the movie it's her saying that to luke Mm -hmm. but then yeah we get kylo ren obviously at the end reaching his hand out but yeah you're right like who was he going to be reaching out to who else would it be right like of Uh, course like (laughs) um uh, it was so good i and yeah the that made those two moments really made that entire wait so long in between October and December. And that's really for me when I started like getting more into Twitter a little bit, like I wasn't interacting really. I wasn't listening to podcasts, so, but I, I like that's, it kind of helped ramp it up for me where I was like, okay, I, I need to know like what is going on. Um, yeah. And I was actually, I was looking back in my uh, phone camera cause I was trying to find out like, if there was any evidence of like where I was when I saw the trailer or anything, or like at at what point I was, you know, and uh, it was definitely, definitely a hectic time uh, in my life. It was right after the the hurricane in Puerto Rico. And I had a lot of, I had a lot of family down there. I had a few family members, but we didn't hear from my uncle for like a, a, a little over a week. So it was just like a really turbulent time. And then afterwards, uh, it was just like blah, 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 crazy time. So that's what I saw when I looked back. But then the other thing I saw when I looked back was that the, um, uh, so October 9th was the trailer and on October 13th, I took a picture that I was reading the Phantom Menace novelization. So something about that trailer did something. And I was working at a bookstore at the time. I used to walk back and look at all the star Wars books and be like, should I just read like, should I just read one? And then I just picked up Phantom Menace and then, I went crazy after that. So it is funny that in at least some way, the trailer did do something to my brain that unlocked something. And it's funny to have that like digital evidence of it. Like literally four days later, I was reading the Phantom Menace novelization. So it's pretty funny. You had to investigate, right? You had to like get the answer. You thought that like in the Phantom Menace novel, there was going to be like, okay, this we got to go back to that like Darth Plagueis thing, you know? Like, let's go back yeah, to that story. Me, let's give me that much credit, because that's the thing is like, why didn't I read the Force Awakens novel? That would have been a lot more sense. I don't know what it was about that one that I went to, but. It's a phenomenal book and I loved reading it. It was so much fun to read and I want to read it again. So it was worth it, but it was definitely like, that's a weird way to go, but like, okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I, I went back and did the same thing. I at least looked at my Twitter and it was just um, the like ghost 
hands on their face, like emoji like 10 times and that was it. And I really didn't tweet much about it, which is funny because like now once we get, you know, the Rise of Skywalker trailer or whatever, the Mandalorian, I'm just like tweet, 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 or at least liking and retweeting stuff. Um, but yeah, at that time, that's like, that's all I tweeted. No likes, no retweets. I didn't have Star Wars friends at that point online. So it was just like, nope. I'm just putting this out there in the world. I don't care if anyone sees it. Uh, exactly. It's a historical record of some kind. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. Another thing in the trailer, we get the Luke voiceover, and it's when he says, I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then, but it does now. And then it has like the flashback scene to the temple with his hand coming out and then him and R2 looking at the temple. So and I remember like that was a big question out of the force awakens is like, what happened that night? And do you remember like thinking about the Jedi temple at all or what, like what Luke's direction was going to be? Yeah, I think I re- I remember uh, wondering if there and and the conversation kind of around flashbacks, and I think that was even present in Rise of Skywalker speculation too. Is like, would there be flashbacks? How would that work? There never really were flashbacks in Star Wars before, more or less. So it was like, um, that was I know a big part of the conversation. So when they showed the temple and and all that stuff, it was like, are we going to go back there? Um, so yeah, that, that was definitely interesting. And it's funny, like, I think a lot of the things about the trailer that, um, impress me the most are the things that I see when I look back on it now. And like, when I hear people analyze it back then now, you know, that kind of thing, like, like when Luke is talking about fear and it didn't scare me then, but it does now. And I heard somebody directly connect that to, uh, in empire when Yoda says, when he says, I'm not afraid. And Yoda says, you will be, you know, Mm. and like, it's all that, all that good stuff where it's like, maybe that wasn't what the connection was meant to be, but it's like, you can kind of look back on it now. There's a bunch of those in this trailer. And that was definitely one of them is the, is Luke talking about his fear. I thought was really interesting because fear is like, I guess it's seen as a weakness in a way or something like that, you know, like the hero is supposed to be fearless and, and so for him to be for him to be afraid was kind of like humanizing for him in that moment. And that's interest that's really interesting to think about now, for sure. It is. And Luke I mean, Luke's direction in The Last Jedi, like obviously that was a big, you know, polarizing like whole thing. For me, I I don't know. And Luke Skywalker's my favorite character of all time. Like he's he's my dude and you know, coming into the sequel trilogy, I didn't, I wasn't expecting him to like come out and do a bunch of cool lightsaber moves and like take down, you know, uh, Snoke or like do all this stuff. Like I didn't have quite those expectations. I just was like, why is he on this Island? Like what, mm-hmm. what led him to that? And like, what, just what is going on with him? Cause yeah, that was, that was, you know, they talked a lot about, going into the sequel trilogy like this isn't like it's not their story anymore right it's these new new characters and so the other characters are just kind of you know side um side characters for the most part luke han and leia um but obviously luke had a major role in the last jedi but yeah seeing seeing luke afraid and you know we see in the teaser that he's training ray and then in Mm -hmm. this in this trailer he says, you know, that he's basically scared and like, it's like, is he going to train her? Like what's, you know, what's yeah. going on? And, and I thought too, that like all these Octu scenes, I thought they were all going to be like the beginning of the movie. I thought Luke was going to leave the Island at some point, but you know, obviously that didn't happen, which, you know, this is right. not going to go the way you think, but we saw it. We actually saw quite a bit in this trailer, like of Luke and we saw his, final moment you know before he shows up at the end where he's on the ground um after ray like takes him down obviously we don't know that's what happened in the trailer um but we kind of see that last moment which just looking back on it just seems crazy that they would show us you know that deep into the movie it does yeah and i saw another thing of someone when they were breaking it down and speculating 
that they connected that image of Luke in the rain with the rain in Ray's force vision. That was interesting. So they were like, maybe this is actually Luke talking to Kylo or something like that. Um, that was interesting. But yeah, the, the whole Luke thing, I think I was wondering, like you said, why is he on this island? And I think I was also wondering, like, why why did he leave them? You know, like, why in Force Awakens is he not there? Like, what happened that he doesn't want to be, be near them anymore? You know, that was interesting. That was one of the things I, I didn't think about a ton. But then, yeah, looking back and, like, reading things why he didn't show up for Han at the end of the force awakens. Right. Like, because an empire, like he knows his friends are in trouble. So in last or in the force awakens, he would. So yeah, it, I mean, it all made sense after you see the last Jedi, but yeah, seeing of this course, in yeah. the trailer was just crazy. Um, and then another, another big thing out of the trailer was Ray being held up in the air by Snoke. And Ooh, yeah, that was intense. It was like, what, how, like, how does she get out of this? When is this in the movie? Cause I always think of trailers, like they're going to show you stuff from the beginning third of the movie, maybe the second third. Um, but this, like this had stuff from the entire, entire movie. Like it showed it really a ton great, but yeah. W- what was your thoughts on, on Ray Snoke throne room at that point? It was, it was interesting. It was, it was, uh, it was such an intense, uh, her performance in that moment is just like so good. And obviously that whole scene, once we saw it in full, I mean, my God, it's phenomenal. But um, uh, yeah, seeing that like agony on her face and it's like, and it's like, how does she end up there from, from training with Luke and like, why, like, how does that happen? And is she like, how does she get to Snoke? And, and what does that mean? And is, did she turn to Snoke because Luke rejected her? I know that was like, a part of it for a little bit is like, does she look for the guidance, like from the dark side, you know, and that played into again, the hand at the end, you know, and uh, yeah, wild, wild imagery. Even now it still gives me like, Ooh, you know, chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely creepy. And um, with, with Snoke, it was, it was like, he was his voiceover at that time was fulfill your destiny and he's holding Ray in the air. And then even at the very beginning of the trailer, you know, we think he's talking to Kylo Ren, which I guess he is. Cause I think even that first voiceover, when he says, when I found you, I saw run raw untamed power. Right. Um, but then he says, and beyond that, something truly special. And then Ray lights her lightsaber up like at that moment so like if there was any sort of misdirect it was leading towards that which looking back it it only made sense that ray was going to you know fight her inner self or um do some like self-discovery because if she was just good straight through like obviously like that's not really a story you know because we see her in the force awakens where it's like she's just the image of good she's she's gonna be on the good side you know she's light side whatever um but Mm -hmm. if she didn't fight that at all then there's there's really not a story um so yeah seeing her with snoke and then with the kylo ren thing it was like you know she's not going full dark side right like she's the she's the main hero and same with like the Rise of Skywalker uh, featurette at D23 or whatever it was where they showed Dark Ray. It's like, she's not going like totally dark. Like, you know, that's has to There's be. There's no way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So another thing that we did see, and we didn't see a ton. The only thing I think in the teaser that we saw of Finn was he was still like, in a coma so in the trailer i was wanting to see like what's finn up to i'm sure he's fine obviously like he's still one of the main characters in this trilogy uh mm-hmm. but it was you, you really didn't know what his story was going to be and so i think we see him t- twice in this trailer and we see his fight with phasma which just kind of blows your mind looking back like that was the pin like that was the pinnacle of his story you know and we see it Real. in this trailer where it's like, when is that going to happen? But it was, that was, that was definitely a highlight for me. It was seeing Finn and, and Phasma. Yeah. The whole, like the cinematography on that part with like the reflections in her helmet and everything. Um, that Chrome armor is just like 
probably one of my favorite just like features in all of Star Wars is just the way that her armor is plated so that the reflections and light that it's just it's very good and it's really awesome in that like uh in that environment where everything is burning and the way they're just like in front of that oof yeah that's a solid shot for sure it's so good and then we see him uh walking we just see a close up of his face when Snoke is saying fulfill your destiny and mm-hmm. he's in the older gear and so and mm-hmm. we see him in the gear when he's fighting phasma too so you kind of think and i remember like all the speculation was okay he's going undercover somehow yeah. but why why is he why does he have his face out you know like why isn't he a stormtrooper going undercover why is he just like there um but i remember that being yeah. a big thing and was like how how does he end up in this you know hangar is what it kind of looked like fighting phasma yeah and that was like i think it's kind of uh i mean this is I don't know if this is on topic. It sort of is, but like, as far as like the, the outer characters to from Luke Ray and, and uh, Kylo is uh, the, I I think it's good that they didn't really show uh, the characters that we didn't know about yet. Like Rose and DJ and, and Holdo because that like speculation I think was really fun. So I'm kind of like glad that they weren't in that, in this trailer at all, because like you said, the trailer does, show a good amount even though we might not have known it then and it does go really deep into the movie some of those clips so to have those missing pieces in there was was kind of cool and i remember in november i read uh leia princess of alderaan and holdo's like a main character or a sec she's a she's a secondary character in that but it talks about her a lot um so it was cool to like read that and then go into the movie like uh kind of having that familiarity with her so um so yeah, that was an interesting part of the trailer, but we see we see Finn in the First Order uniform and I think at the time we had a photo of him and Rose in the First Order uniforms together, so we knew that whatever like mission he was going on, they would be going on it as a team, I guess. Um yeah, but that was interesting to to think about like we see him with Phasma in this like crazy duel in this incredible environment and like how does how does that how does that happen like how do you end up back there facing down your like number one enemy it's like why why didn't you wear any type of disguise facially because like somebody could recognize you and etc etc yeah that was that was a cool uh a cool moment in there for sure it's funny you say that about the new characters because i i want to say with dj there was so much speculation there was so much wildness yeah <laughs> maybe i think i think that was another one where it was like okay ezra is dj that is how ezra is gonna show up and it was like everything was about ezra and rebels and like <laughs> maybe didn't dj people thought dj stood for dark jedi too yeah. that was a thing maybe i mean you know that's the best though like that's the, the we're doing it now with mando coming up you know it's like that's yeah. the mo- that's like the most fun so uh, yeah i was glad we didn't we didn't see him so we still had time to like speculate what that was gonna be <laughs> uh, the dj speculation was was definitely wild <laughs> um For sure maybe we also had a little bit of Poe. So we saw up close, like shot of his eyes. And then we see his like speech mm-hmm. on crate again. Like we got a ton of crate. Like we got the crate battle. We got Leia on, on crate and we get the crystal critter. And then we get, and, and crate uh, was in the crate was in the teaser as well. Right. With the things. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. The ships dragging the thing. So you could see the red coming up, which was like, so such a striking visual. So then when we yeah. saw that crystal cave in this trailer, that was red you could kind of assume that it was also crate yeah yes yeah there was there was a ton of crate it was a very red very red trailer and um yeah we get poe's whole speech of we will what was it because i'm gonna i had to write it down because it changes throughout the movie like we are the spark that will burn the first order yeah because it's like so much uh Mm -hmm. it is we are the spark that will light the fire. Light that the will fire burn that will burn the first order. order. 
<laughs> so yeah, we get his we get his whole speech uh, there at the end and kind of an up close shot on him. But yeah, it's it was really focused on you know who the poster, the movie poster, because I remember when that was out. But it was it was focused on Ray um, first, and then Luke and Kylo Ren. So it was like we mm-hmm. we kind of knew what we were gonna get with with this story, and then we also got yeah, like you said, the Millennium Falcon in crate which like that whole sequence in the last jedi just always makes me happy because like with the music it's here they come and chewy's flying and then we also see like the live action porg in yes too and i remember that being a a huge thing and we get the porg noise at that point yeah it's like an automatic ringtone and and i loved that i loved that the porg was like riding shotgun with chewy because you automatically are thinking like are they gonna be friends like you know yeah it's like they're gonna be bff but yeah i think it was um sky talkers i listened to a couple different like just kind of going back and listen to reaction i think it was sky talkers that talked about uh the porg and how it was like they needed to get that as a ringtone um in there <laughs> that would be such a good it's very good <laughs> Yeah, and is there anything else from the trailer? Because the only thing else that I can think of is that the music was just so good. I think this was the first time we got that music from the end of the movie where Luke shows up and he goes out to face down the whole First Order where it's like, Mm -hmm. dun, 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 dun. And we get that in this trailer and just like, just even humming it right now gives me goosebumps because it's just so me good. Too. So, yeah, the whole trail. Like I just, I don't think it can be topped. It's just, it's just so good. Something inside me has always been there, but I was awake. Yeah, I really like the the ele- that element which they you know obviously did so much in the sequel trilogy of like taking those themes from the original trilogy but changing them in a way whether it was like the speed with this one of the of the marcher or, or whatever you know that's oh, it's so cool because it gives you that vibe you know and so good so good it does and it was it was like months after the trailer it was after the movie that i realized that that was pretty much the imperial march slowed down and it was like mm-hmm. being kind of twisted and like more of an uplifting music for luke's you know return and ultimate sacrifice and everything so yeah that was that was just so good let the past die Okay, so uh, after the trailer, what what was your reaction? What were you what were you looking forward to the most in the movie? I think, I think when I when I think about it now, I know I was I was very psyched. I loved watching other people react to it. That was like a thing which I did for like everything since too. Although I haven't done it recently, but I just I love watching like the trailer reactions that was really fun. So I did a lot of that. I watched a lot of trailer breakdowns. I think the thing I was most excited for was seeing Ray train. I think that was big, especially the, the, because we see that little bit of her floating the rocks. And I think, did we see that in the teaser too? No, the teaser was just the, the gasping. Right. So in this one, we saw the rocks like actually floating a little. And then the way that Luke reacted to, the ground cracking like that like so and then also obviously all her lightsaber action and that really far away shot where she's on the thing and which i think that was in the teaser a little bit but i remember people wondering like is that luke watching her like who's watching her is that like that whole thing so i definitely just really wanted to see ray in training mode and figuring out more about herself and her connection to the force so that was probably the thing I was most excited for that. And then to see why does Kylo not have the mask? Why is it damaged like that? What, and like, what's his, <laughs> what's his deal? <laughs> that was like, definitely the two of them were probably who I was most curious about. And then also what role Luke would play in all of that. And why did the Jedi have to end? And why is he scared? And why, and why, 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 why? 
all that stuff. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, no, definitely the same. Like I still had no idea what was going on with Luke and um mm-hmm. I yeah, for sure I was I was most excited that it focused like more on relationships and like more like personal stuff because i felt like the the force awakens trailer um really focused on the big picture stuff and the Mm -hmm. um which in general the force awakens really did focus more on the big bigger picture stuff and then the last jedi was like very very focused on the relationships so and at that time like i didn't know how different the last jedi was going to be or how much i was going to like it but i i did you know i think unconsciously unconsciously realize that it was going to be more like character focused instead Mm -hmm. of story or you know big time plot focused so I think that was that was one thing just that I, you know, looking back, I think was probably probably the biggest part. But yeah, the questions with Luke, I, I think even and like you said, like with Kylo Ren, I had so many questions about Kylo Ren and I knew like I knew in my heart, like he was not going to kill Leia. Like I just knew it, you know, but yeah. there's, there's like that little bit of, you know, you really don't know because like in your head you're like okay if he does that like okay like he's he's the only bad guy like he's he's it like right. he's end game like he's who they have to take out now because like mm. yeah obviously like he killed han like that's a huge deal and everything but like really like leia like you're not gonna kill leia right right and so so seeing oh that, we didn't even wait hold on really quick we didn't even talk about the whole aspect of of Leia and what they were going to do with her character and with Carrie Fisher, that was really, that was one of the main, we totally like missed that, but that was one of the main speculations, I think, because she was already gone at the time, right? Yeah. So, and then we knew that they had finished filming. So it was just about what were they going to do with the character and were they going to write her out or were they going to, how are they going to take that or handle that? That was like one of the biggest things that I was curious about, especially to see that moment with her and Kylo being like, is that it? Is that what they do? Like, that's terrible. Like, you know, or whatever, like, and just that speculation of how was her story going to go in this movie? Yeah. That was a big thing. I didn't even remember to talk about. Jeez. No, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause yeah, we did kind of just go past Leia. Cause we do only see that one shot. I think we see the shot of Leia, mm-hmm with Kylo Ren when they kind of have that connection. And then we see the shot of her on crate um, mm. with the, oh, I love that shot too so much. Oh my yeah. God. That's such a, know. such a great shot. Um, Incredible. Yeah. That, that was a big point of like, what's going to happen? Like, because I think in interviews after the force awakens, it was like, we already kind of knew, you know, even before mm-hmm. she passed that, you know, eight was going to be Luke's movie and then nine right. was going to be Leia. And so like, right. but then, that happened it was like how what's gonna happen and i remember like being in the theater and when that scene comes on and like kylo ren takes his thumb off you just kind of like breathe a sigh of relief right you're like oh i knew he wasn't gonna do it but it feels better we're past that and then the two tie fighters come out and just like and you're just like what really like that's how it's gonna happen like i remember that it yeah yeah i was like that was the one time during the last jedi where i was like legitimately mad i was like no they did (laughs) not i was like that is not how it's gonna happen and then obviously like and i think that's why i was so cool because you know the leia using the force to get back on the ship was that was another like big um you know polarizing point in the movie but like i'm i never had a problem with it and i think it was because of that because i was like i knew they're like they couldn't do her like that but it it made sense you know that she would be able to get back on the ship too and i'm just like i'm so glad and i remember like reading things after the movie too where like oh they had the perfect opportunity to just leave her out there it's like Really? And then you're going to cut like her entire like incredible performance the rest of that way out. And like, we would have never got the Luke and her, you know, Luke and Leia moment at the end. That was just like, get goosebumps just thinking about that, you know, or it's just, yeah, that's how, how would you cut? Like, you're not going to cut that. Of course you're not like, you know, you, you can, you can find a way in episode nine to, to figure it out. But like, there was no way you're going to cut like her amazing performance out of the rest of the movie. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was such a huge part of the speculation was like, how are they going to do it? And yeah, you're right. When that part happened, it was like, it can't be that, it can't be that simple. 
Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> uh-huh. Weird. R.I.P. We are the spark that'll light the fire that'll burn the first order down. Come on! I think we I think we covered most of what was in the trailer. I think we covered a lot of how we felt and how amazing it was and just revisiting it three years like it's been three years that's wild i can't believe it yeah three years like on one hand it feels like 20 years ago and on the other hand it feels like it was literally yesterday Um, totally (laughs) but i don't know revisiting that time period was just so fun because the lead up to the movie for me is just as fun as like sitting there and watching it for two hours because you have months of speculation and everything and then you go oh, in yeah. and you get the movie for two hours and 20 minutes and it's just yeah a lot of fun to a lot of fun to revisit that for sure i agree so looking back where does this trailer rank among your favorites hmm i mean it's definitely up there it's hard it's hard to look <laughs> it's hard to look back at the trailers like and remember, I mean, you know, because when I think of a trailer or a teaser, it's like when you look back on them after the fact and you know what actually happens and you can see like the misdirection or like the clips that were added in and stuff. It's hard to like, like I, I realized today when I was rewatching this one uh, so we could chat about it, that I don't really watch them again after the fact, you know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, it's like it's definitely up there just because of the 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 hype the the mood the excitement leading up to it the dissection it was my first time really experiencing that dissecting something so it's definitely up there just because of that because of where it is in my in my star wars timeline i guess uh what about you it's like your fave right yeah I, i'm pretty sure it's like my favorite trailer and like you know how much i love the last jedi in general but it was between you know that trailer like obviously i watched it like a hundred times before the last jedi came out but then once the movie's out you don't like you said like you don't really revisit it and it it was a while before i did revisit it but i remember like specifically before the rise of skywalker trailer so even before the teaser Mm -hmm. i probably watched it too but before the trailer i was like I'm going to go watch the last Jedi one. Cause I just remember how awesome it was. And I watch it. I was like, Oh my God. Like I, how is, how is that? How is that going to get topped? Like ever? It's just, just so good. Yeah. And yeah, you can watch it. It tells its own story. The music's good. The just drama of it all. I just, yeah, literally can't get enough. If you, if you haven't watched the last Jedi trailer, first off, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you probably either already watched it or, <laughs> If you haven't, like, go watch it again and just, like, pencil it in. Put it in your calendar just to watch it, like, every couple weeks because it's just an automatic, like, makes you feel good and you can just escape for literally two and a half minutes i just at least for me that's that's my feelings on it yeah it's like a it's like an express an espresso shot you know it's like just a a jolt of energy like whoa okay i'm ready you know (laughs) if you need to wake up just watch it it is for sure yeah this week i've watched it like probably 20 times so if if you look on there (laughs) and like if you looked like two weeks ago how many views it has on youtube and then you look now like it's it's probably gained at least a couple hundred uh since then <laughs> so, so i'll have to keep an eye on it like after this comes out see if anyone yeah, right and if they go and go and watch this as well let's boost those numbers for them right <laughs> yeah they need it uh <laughs> perfect well thanks thanks kara for coming back on the show it's been too Thank long you. we've been like going back and forth like every day like what are we going to talk about and we finally did it and now we have to brainstorm and like figure out next episode but you have a lot going on right now so you just launched a patreon and you're actually opening some commissions up tomorrow i should probably date this today is october 8th right so tomorrow's october 9th yes so if you're listening to this (laughs) like october 20th chances are her commissions are not open anymore but Kara, mm-hmm. can you tell the people where to find you and what you have going on right now? Yes. Um, you can always find me on Instagram. My Instagram is sacred something by Kara, Kara with a K sacred something by Kara. 
and I post my art there. I just started a Patreon recently where I'm showing some like behind the scenes of the process. I have my zine, which there's two more issues left this year, which is absolutely insane. Um, so check that out if you haven't yet. It's super fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, commission's open tomorrow. Just going to kind of see what happens with it. And then November is going to be really cool. I just have a lot of good stuff planned. I, I think I, I like uh, the idea of being able to send like a friend or family member, like this random handmade Star Wars madness. So that's going to kind of be my direction I go in November is like uh, holiday type stuff. But, you know, it's like a, I'm hoping it'll be like a place you can find a unique character that there might not be a lot of art for, and then you can get art for a friend or for yourself. So, you know, um, doing that and yeah, just find me, come hang out. I'm not on Twitter and I never will be. <laughs> I feel like we always talk time. about that. So I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And it's smart. And actually it's funny because like the more we talk about, like the more I've shifted to Instagram. So like I'm still on Twitter. Um, but I do, I like interact more with people on Instagram now than I did on Twitter. And yeah, I think you, I think you, uh, I think you've been doing it the right way for the, I don't, the I don't disparage. Years. Yeah. I mean, I don't disparage anyone that is on Twitter. I know that there's a lot of goodness there. It's just not for me, but I'm always on Instagram and you can email me if you have an idea, something to be in a zine, all that good stuff. Hit me up. Follow Kara. She did a, I commissioned a, an Ahsoka piece and it's so cool. So awesome to have the original and yeah, definitely uh, follow her on Instagram. Subscribe to the zine and check out her Patreon too, because yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm a, I'm a patron and yeah, get some behind Thank the scenes stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Looking forward to um, watching that kind of grow as well. So, yeah, thanks again for joining me today. Uh, thanks you can for having me. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you can find the show, like I said, on Instagram now at Force Time Pod on Instagram. I post a lot on there, and um, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, the show is also on Twitter. I'm there at 8TB24 on Twitter and then also at Force Time Pod. And we will be doing some Mandalorian episodes. Nick will be joining the show once again. He took a long hiatus over the summer, been very busy, but uh, we're going to be back talking about the Mandalorian soon. So appreciate everyone listening. And until next time, may the Force be with you. Thank you.